Hello and welcome to the first episode of Financial Freeman. Why are you putting that voice on? Mm, what voice? You know, that raised tone. Oh, it's got to draw up the excitement. It's the first show of our new podcast, Financial Freeman. Okay, um, so before we jump in, my name is Ronnie Freeman. I'm a creative artist, property designer and mother of two girls, Bobby, age six and Brody, age three. And I'm Gary Freeman. Ron is slightly less equal other half. And up until February of this year, I was a lawyer for almost 10 years, specialising in commercial disputes. And now, well, I guess I'm financial freeman. And you're also the father of the two girls. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Phew. Anyway, Mr. Financial Freeman, I think I'm going to carry on calling you Gary. Um, so what do you want to talk, tell all our lovely listeners why you're doing this? Oh, it's easy, really. We're going to make them all stinking rich. Oh, as easy as that, hey? Um, well, not quite. And, you know, we just really want them to have a better financial life, make better financial decisions and live a more financially free life. Uh, cool. So we're going to help people make money and not charge them for it. That sounds like a great deal. What do we get out of it? Uh, well, the first thing we want them to do is um, subscribe and give us all excellent reviews. But, but mainly, we just want a warm, fuzzy feeling helping others. Okay, great. Uh, one problem. You've wrote me into doing this podcast with you, but I don't really know very much about finance at all. I kind of rely on you for that. Yeah, sorry about that, but... Here's my thinking, right? Work with me here. So you might not know that much. And okay, I'm still learning as well. But I'm going to learn. And then I'm going to teach you. And if you learn, then everyone else can learn as well. Cool. Uh, Should we start with our new story of the week? Yeah. And this one's an absolute corker to get us going. It's all about a guy called Nicolas Corona from Buenos Aires in Argentina. And last week, Nicholas, who is a web designer, got a few WhatsApp messages from friends. And it said, what is going on? Google is down. Everyone else was like, ah, we can't cope without Google. Uh, but Nicholas was, was better than that. Nicholas, Nic- Nicholas was shrewd and he was going to make a lot of money. So we went on to the domain website and saw that google.com.ar was available for purchase. Can you guess how much it was? Well, I know because it's written down in front of me. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, well, maybe we won't do a guessing game. But this wasn't a lot of money. This was only 270 pesos, which is about £2.09. That's all Nicholas had to pay to purchase the domain name. So that's what he did. What, so he owned Google in Argentina? Yeah, it's great. He literally was sitting on an absolute gold mine. But unfortunately, the story didn't quite have such a happy ending for Nicholas. Because as soon as Google found out about this, they made sure that the name was transferred back to him. And he didn't even receive a refund for his £2.09. Aww, I suppose there's a lesson to be learned in every failure, eh? Yeah, well, and hopefully our Nicholas made some money from social media. He had 80,000 people that fo- that followed his tweet. Whoa. Yeah, and even if he didn't, well, at least he can listen to this podcast now and maybe make some money from that. So what are we going to talk about in our first episode? Easy. Financial freedom. 
Where else can we begin? So what is financial freedom? Well, I think financial freedom is basically having enough money so you can afford the life that you want without having to work a job that you don't want to do. Okay, cool. Let's break it down then, shall we? So how do you go about doing that? How do you, how do you know how much money you're going to need to live the life, first off? Exactly. Great place to start. You've really got to start working out what all your expenditure is. And that's including things like holidays and even a rainy day fund. Okay, I can do that. But what about COVID? Yeah, well, you've almost got to ignore COVID for now. Obviously, we've all been in an extended period of lockdown for what seems like forever. Um, But you've got to imagine that everything's going to go back to normal at some point and we're all going to start spending again. Okay, so I'll start. Dinner with the girls, £50. Primark, £200. £200 a month at Primark? Jeez, it's not going to be financial freeman for much longer. Okay, so do we include mortgage payments? Yeah, well, mortgage payments or, or rental payments, depending on what your what your living position is. And what about future payments? Yeah, exactly that. You've got to be thinking about future payments as well. So this is not just your last month or what you think next month's going to be. Try thinking two, three years down the line, if you've got kids, them growing up. And, and all you're really is looking for is, is a ballpark figure, your target figure that you need to work on that you might be earning in future to replace that steady income. Oh, sounds like you're going to need to go back to the law then. Yeah, well, let's not let's not get, get there, you know, too fast because you know there's 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 other ways that you can go about this. That's a sixty-four million dollar question, isn't it? How how do you go about it? Yeah, exactly. And and actually, sixty-four million dollars might not get you that much if, if our friend President Biden and Co. keep going with their stimulus checks and other spending plans. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I thought you might not. Maybe that's a bit too advanced for this stage. Let's save such hot topics such as quantitative easing and inflation for for, for another day. But all, all you need to know for now is that the money in the bank is essentially going down because of the governments keep printing more and more money every year. Okay, let's get back to the question. I want to know how you can go about making enough money so that you've got the option to quit the day job. Yeah, exactly. Let's forget about those those mean governments for now. All, all you need to do, okay, is work out how you're going to save a bit of your money from your what, what we're anticipating is your regular salary so that that money can be turned into more money. Yeah, well, that's easier said than done because unless you're learning a load, there's not going to be that much left after taxes, bills, food, social, etc., etc., yeah, and that's right. This isn't easy. You know, this is not like, you know, you can't just, just put your feet up and, and, and watch that money roll in. There's going to be a w- bit of work to do. Um, and I've tried to sort of summarise it in, in, a, in a few points of, of, of just things to sort of get you thinking about how you may go about this. So I'll start with, with probably the most important, really. And that's if for any of you who've got sort of um, excessive or expensive debt out there. For example, on a credit card, um, you know, it's it's fairly easy to probably start racking up the credit, and and, the, and especially if you've got sort of zero percent for interest for a certain time. But but that soon becomes at some point, say twenty percent interest. And if you're paying twenty percent interest, well, then there's no point making five percent from other income because well, you're down, aren't you? So that's not going to help. And moving on to to probably point point two, which is. Um, what I call delayed gratification, 
which is a really fancy sounding name to basically saying that you need to not necessarily have you know all the pleasure right now and that you might need to spend a bit more time doing other things um other than what you would normally do and also potentially save a bit of money i'll give you give you an example because it's easier to work with say you get a message from your friend saying meeting at the pub tomorrow night can't wait to get on it you've got two options the, the first one is you kind of go with and get on it and the second is well you think right do have the money to do that and second of all can i be putting any of that time to potentially more productive ways now I'm not saying, you know, don't go out to the pub, but, you know, in that time, you could be learning about, you know, the stock market or learning how to, to make money from a, a, a passion of yours. Doesn't really sound fun. So you've got to, like, either give up your social or carry on with your social, but order a tap water. Yeah, well, tap water c- can be nice, um, but but it's not, you know, it's not it's not all or nothing. You know, this is kind of, you might have to just make one sacrifice, I'm not saying, you know, give up your whole life and, and live off beans on toast forever. Although, actually... I like beans on toast. Yeah, well, actually, so, so do Bobby and Brody. So, so maybe that's, that's you know, quite a good plan for some of you. But but you just have to start thinking about it. Think, do you need to spend that money? And and at some point, hopefully, you're going to make enough money that you can spend lots of money. And we're just talking about now and that instant gratification might just have to be delayed a bit. Okay, anything else? Yeah, I think there's two more things that we really need to think about. And the first one is become financially educated. Now, it's tough because you go to school, you don't learn about finance, you don't get told what an interest rate is, you don't learn about inflation, you don't learn about how to put your money in. You really just get taught how to, you know, pass your geography GCSE. And, well, that might not help you that much. What you need to do is spend the time yourself and really, really graft at this. Unfortunately, though, you're in the right place. Woohoo! So that's leading us on to number four, which is that you've got to be prepared to take a bit of a risk. Now, we'll cover risk and rewards in, in further detail, because actually none of this is, is possibly as, as risky as you, as you may think, and actually possibly less risky than um, having a job. But the important thing is, is if you don't roll the dice... You can't win the game. Did you make that saying up? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I think it's going to be famous in years to come. Okay. So I'm comfortable that you might be able to find some kind of way to save a bit of money up. Um, But now we need to discuss the important, more mind-boggling thing, which is once you've got a bit of money spare, how do you actually use it to make money? Great. Perfect. So we've got our pot of money, okay? And that's a pot that's, it's, you know, it's a, a, hopefully a decent chunk. And you've got to find a way to make, I guess, regular and sustainable income with that. Yeah, well, it's going to need to be pretty sustainable if I'm going to leave my nine to five. Exactly. And back in the day, you probably could have just put that money in the bank. So say you'd saved up a thousand pounds and you might have got 8% interest in the bank, which essentially means that after one year, that £1,000 becomes £1,080. So, well done. And the great news is you could have kept that invested, and that £1,080 then gets at 8%, and it keeps going up and up and up in what basically what they call compound interest. But there's a problem, and that 
that what you, when you used to be able to get eight percent, well, you can't anymore, and you can't even get one percent. And yeah, there's another problem as well is that that's not even in taking into account inflation, and so actually you're actually losing money. What do you mean by inflation? <sighs> right. Well, I think we're going to have to say this for a, another day because inflation is a whole brand new massive area. But one thing I'll say for now is that it essentially means that the value of the money in your bank is essentially going down and you can actually buy less with what you've got. So that £108 that you thought you had, well, first of all, that became £101 because you're only getting your 1% in the bank. And actually things have got more expensive in that year. So it's probably down to 97 96 and even less. So there is a real kind of concern that if you just keep your money in the bank you're actually going to be start to be able to afford less and less as the years go on. That sounds pretty mean. Yeah, it is really, really mean. And the worst thing about it all is that the governments are actually trying to do this. But but let's keep this positive for now. I don't want to turn into a rant about inflation. Um, and so let's just keep focused on how we're actually going to make some money. Okay, so how are we going to make some money easily? Yeah, well, it might not be that easy, but this is the key. You will have to put some work in, but you might actually enjoy that kind of work. And this is the key, really, is that it's finding something that you can do, that you enjoy, that doesn't feel like work, and that will allow you to be rewarded in the long term. Cool. So I know that you can make regular and reliable money from property, because that's what we do. But what else? Yeah, and I think we'll talk about, you know, the, our property journey again in, in future episodes. But there's lots of other ways. Um, I suppose the, 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 you know, the main ones that, that come to mind at the moment is investing in the stock market or even riskier assets um, like cryptocurrency, which is things like Bitcoin. Um, where on earth to start learning how to do that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, I think, you know, there's lots and lots of resources out there. And again, we'll, we'll, we'll cover them at this stage but I think all we need to know at the moment is that it is possible it's extremely difficult and not for the faint-hearted but you can do it and you'll tell people if they want to know more exactly um but for now let's just just move on to other areas um that you can make money from okay so you've got property you've got shares and I'm guessing the next thing you're gonna say is set up your own business yeah yeah exactly that I think setting up the business is obviously key one and that might set you up for life um, and possibly even future generations up for life as well and you know we're, we're quite fortunate that we've got you know a number of friends who, who have done done this um, and so I think what we should really do in the next sort of few weeks and months is is just have a chat with them see how they've done it how they've um, gone about their journey and hopefully all our listener friends can can take something from that as well cool is there anything else you can do to make money yeah, I mean, like, you know, there's so many possibilities, especially now in, in, in the te- technical age that, that, that we live in. Uh, just a few that come to mind. You could set up a YouTube channel. You know, depends on whatever your, your hobbies are. Just just stick something on there. Set up your own blog or podcast. There's other stuff. You, you know, you can sell stuff on behalf of other people. Hey, you can even rent a room in your house. And finally, you know, I think things like writing a song or a book or creating a logo hey i've written a poem how do i go about making money from it yeah well let's should we discuss that in the next episode okay we've probably 
about done our time now. So thank you very much for, for staying with us until the very end. And please help us spread the word by subscribing and giving us a five-star review. Yes, woohoo! So from now, I'd like to say thank you and goodbye. Bye.